Spencer wants to know is brought to you by the Pinna, the Malleus, the Incus, the Stapes, and the Cochlea. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Uh, today's show is brought to you by the Pinna, the Malleus, the Incus, the Stapes, and the Cochlea. The Cochlea? That one gets me. Why Cochlea? It just sounds funny. Do you know what we're talking about? I can honestly say I have no idea. Uh, well, those are all parts of the ear that help <gasps> us, uh, uh, you know, hear sound. We're talking about ears? No, we're talking about sound, but ears are going to get mixed in there a little bit. <laughs> okay. Speaking of sound, your haircut is amazing. That's a sound for you to hear. Uh, it's Well, haircuts are usually a visual thing, aren't they? No, but my words are for you to hear. It's a compliment. Got another free haircut. Uh, from a student done a good job again uh, I get quite uncomfortable doing it though don't like looking at myself in the mirror I love looking at myself in the mirror really yeah I've gotten really used to it speaking of ears I've always thought that ears were maybe the weirdest part of the human body and I think I've told you this one night in a bar you know after having too many drinks I just silently looked at every like 50 or 60 people in this bar i examined everyone's ears from afar and it scared me you've never told me that before okay uh i have told you before that i've filed a freedom of information request about you and i've got uh fresh off the presses hot off the presses your grade five report card this is your science and technology mark you went up from a c plus to a b minus not bad and it says spencer demonstrates a good understanding of the characteristics scruffy Scruffy press play on the remote. <laughs> he knew it. He knew what you were doing was boring. Hey. <laughs> I can't believe Scruffy press play. <laughs> uh, Spencer demonstrates a good understanding of the characteristics and properties of light and sound. So this is grade five. Do you remember grade five? Do you remember learning about light and sound? Yes, I do. Really? Yeah, we watched a lot of Bell Nye the Science Guy in it. You like him? Yeah, he's hot. Really? No, I don't know. I loved him. Yeah, it was really fun to watch. What movie was he in? Oh, he's in Mank. <laughs> okay. I think he plays Upton Sinclair in Mank. So, recently I've hurt my knee from doing yoga, from exercising, and it feels sprained. Sprained? Sprained. Do you mean sprained? Sprained. <laughs> Why are you saying sprained? <laughs> I thought that was the right word. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Okay, okay. So you're hearing the, the creaks from your knee, eh? Are you getting older? Are you feeling old? Yeah, we're just, like, too big to bend. Too big to bend? Like, was my weight too much for my knee? Uh, probably just inactivity and you did something. It happens, it happens. It hurts. So anything, sound, grade five, do you remember? Sound, sound, what does sound mean to you? I remember more about the light stuff, like talking about viscosity and like how light travels a bit um but sound oh i have a good story actually does viscosity affect light shut up spencer i'm talking i'm allowed to make sound no give me the mic give me give me the mic give me the mic let go okay so it's like grade five or six i think it's maybe even grade four or five i have these meditation balls that are silver that you 
spin around in your hand kind of like labyrinth when david bowie has that orb that big orb that he moves around in his hand really well so i have these silver balls that make sounds and i'm friends with this girl and i'm friends with this guy i'm not really friends with this guy but he's hanging out with us and this girl has been known to do uh, some random things but she takes the ball and she the silver ball and she throws it at his ear and his ear starts bleeding and then we get called into the office and they say that she said that i threw the ball at his ear and he's going no she didn't and i'm saying no i didn't and that's my story about an ear what did you end up getting in trouble no i didn't i just wasn't allowed to bring them anymore the meditation balls turned violent yep I think I've told my story about blinding my third grade teacher, right? You can tell it again. Uh, long story short, was playing knee hockey during a rained out recess and hit a plastic bag full of weights with my ruler that I was using as a hockey stick and a little metal weight flew up into my teacher's eye <gasps> and it broke her gla- hard glass contact lens and she had to go to the hospital. And uh, she called me at home and said, Eli, I know it was you. I forgive you. Whoa. And you can't forgive your dad? Maybe I should follow Madame Galnos <laughs> from grade three, her her way. I, I dreamt that you two hugged and you forgave him and you like ran into his arms. But he was also my ex's, my first boyfriend's dad. He wasn't your dad. Hmm. But like you guys were shaking. It was so weird. Like your hug was so weird. Well, I think it would be weird if we ever reunited. But going back to you for a second, you say you enjoy looking in the mirror. Now I do. I like what I see. <laughs> yeah. You, did you used to not like looking in the mirror? Yeah, I used to, uh, what's the word? Dissociate. And yeah. not not fully understand that what was looking back at me was me. It was like a BPD thing. Borderline personality disorder. But now I couldn't give two poops about it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just aging gracefully. Because I hate looking in the mirror, like I said, about getting the haircut. And I hate having my photo taken or looking at photos of myself or look, especially looking at video of myself. I don't mind listening to my own voice on record, record, recorded voice. Hmm. I think I have the opposite. Like, I like everything you said except listening to my voice the most. Would you like to listen to my voice right now? Uh, Scruffy, hit that sound. Scruffy, hit play again. Best of me. Baseline. I want to see what's in Spanny's mind. An ear bleeding from getting hit by a metal. No, that is well. Is keep on quizzing. My love. This is the baseline. That's right. That was the theme song for the baseline test, which is when we test Spencer's baseline knowledge of our, our subject today, which is sound. Are you ready for 10 questions all about sound? <laughs> yes. Question one. In meters per second, what is the speed of sound? In meters per second? Yeah. 12 meters. 12 meters per second? <laughs> Is that too little? Is that too little? It's too, yeah, it's too slow. 50. 50 meters per second. It's yeah. 343 meters per second. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> And I think sound is like something like 298,000 meters per second or... Sound? Wait. Sorry, I meant light. Oh, okay. Something like that. Question two. Is it possible for humans to go faster than the speed of sound? 
Usain Bolt can do it. No, he just by running. No, he can't. <laughs> in a car, yes. It has happened in a, in a land vehicle. It's happened first in, in a plane. Uh, in, in a plane. Yeah, and the guy who sky, sky dove from space, he reached. He beat the Wait, sound barrier. Hold the phone. A guy s- dove skydive from space. I don't know if he was technically in space, but he was really high up. He broke the world, like the longest skydive record, and he free fell for like four minutes, and he went fast. Felix Baumgartner, and he went faster than the speed of sound. That's crazy. So you get one point, Spencer. All right. I have said the name of this, and you thought it was a funny-sounding name. Okay. What is the name of the fluid-filled snail-shaped sack in our ears that helps transform vibrations into electrical signals for our brains to hear sound? Careful now. Quidum? The cochlea. Oh. The cochlea. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like a body, other body part. It's uh, from the Latin or Greek word for snail shell. Huh. Because it looks like a snail. <gasps> I got the yawns. Yep, as usual. Okay, what are the three ossicles or bones in the ear that transmit sounds from the air to the cochlea? So they get vibrations from the sound waves in the air and they transmit those vibrations to the cochlea which then turns them into electrical signals the right bone left bone and middle bone uh no the malleus the incus and the stapes three little bones in your ear each ear cool okay pitch or frequency is measured in hertz yeah what's a hertz a hertz a hertz a hertz a hertz is when the german hurts your feelings like uh, any specific Germans in mind? Uh, yeah, my family, the Litzingers. Do they hurt your feelings a lot? Sometimes. And you say hurts, don't it? I say hurts. I scream it so they can hear it hardcore. Uh, no, it's uh, usually one cycle per second. So in in terms of sound, it's one vibration per second is uh, one hertz. I think. You're really bored by this one. Okay. Most people can hear frequencies from 20 hertz, a very low frequency, to this amount of hertz. 120. Uh, 20,000 hertz. Oh my god, I thought I was right. What's it called when you can hear sound reflecting off a surface? Buoyancy. <laughs> Give you a second chance. Bouncing. Give you a second chance. Third chance. Say the question one more time. What is it called when you can hear sound reflecting off a surface? Buoyancy. It's not buoyancy. Magic? It's an echo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know in boats and submarines, sonar? Yeah. How does sonar work? Oh, that's the name of our network, I just realized. <laughs> Shout out to the sonar network. <laughs> the great people behind the scenes. Yep. Okay, anyways, um, it's like vibrations. Think about echoes. It has to do with echoes. I think I sound like it. It's more like a ping. Uh, so you ping, you send out a sound wave, and then it bounces off of objects underwater, and you can measure the distance. It bounces off by a how big long it takes. Fish's butt. Yeah, it bounces off a big fish's butt. <laughs> it comes back to the boat, and you can measure like how long did it take for the sound to echo back to you off that big fish's butt. Okay. Um. What about that thing where it's like. Morse code? Yeah. Is that sound? Uh, Morse code? Is no. 
It's just tapping. Do you mean like the seismographs for earthquakes? No, I meant Morse code. Uh, it's someone tapping inter inputs. Okay. Okay. Where can no one hear you scream? A forest. Uh, no, this is a very... If a tree falls and no one hears it, did it really fall? You're getting ahead of yourself here, but... <laughs> where can no one hear you scream? It's a, a famous movie tagline. Um, and we've seen these movies, a series of films. We have? Is it what series of film? The Alien franchise. In space. Yeah, in space. No one can hear you scream. That's your second point. <laughs> Final question. Why is there no sound in outer space? Why can't people hear you scream? Because the air pressure is so weird. Uh, so sound needs particles to travel through, so that can be in the form of a solid or a gas or a liquid, and so air is what it... Wait a second, wait a second. Are you telling me these astronauts can't talk to each other? I think they can inside the ship, and then when they're like doing spacewalks, they have helmets on, so there's... there's. Oh, so they can talk through the thing? Microphones, yes. What the heck? So there's no, there's no particles... No air so when, for like, the sound wait. waves to travel through. So when, like, Elon Musk is saying, or whoever's saying, like, we're going to move to another planet, how are we going to be able to talk? Planets are fine? Uh, well, I think, yeah, like, Mars would have some kind of air atmosphere, but I don't think we can breathe it. I don't know. Dude. That's something for you to look into. All right, so you have two points out of ten, 20%. You're failing this episode. How does that make you feel? Sorry, I didn't hear that. <laughs> You're failing. You're failing. I'm purposely not listening. Okay, your final test. A big question. A big question for all of existence. And you, you, you've already mentioned it. If a tree falls into the... If a tree... If a tree, <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? You have half an hour to cram and come up with a final definitive answer to that question. I can answer now. No, you have half an hour, Okay. We'll be right, right back. We are back. We are, we are back. Hello. Uh, Spencer, you took some time to pray on this answer, to sleep on this answer. You've been napping for a couple hours. <laughs> How? I, I, I dreamt of this answer. I feasted on this answer i decided not to research this answer because i didn't want to be swayed by other people i wanted to come to my answer myself but you did some deep meditation so deep that you fell asleep exactly but here we are are, are you, you are you ready to hear yes if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear does it make a sound spencer litzinger well i thought about this and i know no one saw it no one heard it but that tree, it leaves a mark. And we as people have traumas that leave marks that can't be seen. They're inside. And are we going to say that those marks aren't there? No, we're going to say they are there, even though they can't be seen. So I'm going to say it does make a sound because the mark it leaves is... is... is fundamental you're playing around with your headphones and not listening to me which is really upsetting i am listening <sighs> this is my big glory moment some trauma on top of trauma sorry 
Okay, Spencer was giving her answer. There was some feedback, so I looked distracted. I did listen. Uh, you believe because of human trauma, everybody has scars that are not seen by people. So therefore, a tree falling in the woods would make a sound even if no one were there to hear it. Exactly. I think that answer would get an A for certain teachers in certain classes. <laughs> well, what kind of teacher are you? Or maybe like the end of a movie where the teachers trying to inspire the like inner city youth who've had troubled childhoods that would like be the big emotional climax and the students have actually taught the teacher in that moment okay well have i taught you anything uh have you taught me anything well how much thought did you actually put into this answer i just came up with it in the last second so in this whole like two hour period since we i knew i was gonna say yes but i needed to find my yes Okay. Like I needed a I needed a spin on it. Okay. And then I thought about I th I thought about the visual of it falling and the mark that it would leave and then over time like grass would grow over it or things like that or vines leaves would fall over it and I was like that's pretty Maybe even a beaver would eat it up. Yeah, like I was like it's pretty significant. So, yeah. And I thought about us as humans and the things that fall in us that no one can see. So the tree falls on us to cause pain. No, the tree doesn't fall on us. <laughs> Eli. It just like things fall apart in our lives and no one can see it. Everybody's going through something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I find this inspiring. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Jeez Louise, I heard that. Sorry. Actually, my hairdresser had the sniffles today, and I was worried about COVID. Oh, and she was really hot. You said. Why are you saying that? Cause you made me feel. You made me feel hurt. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna say the one time when I was more overweight than I am now. I was showering. I was nude you know rubbing soap all over my body that i was self-conscious about and spencer came into the bathroom pulled the curtain open and showed me a picture of a muscly man's instagram profile he's got like tank tops on and biceps and spencer goes and he's a chef so this this guy asked me out today and is showing me this picture yeah i was proud listen i told you because i feel very awkward getting my hair cut and looking at myself in the mirror and you know it's awkward there's somebody touching you and and she was a good-looking woman, okay? And it made it more awkward. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that makes me a bad person. Yeah, it does. It does? Okay. Well, we also, we ogled people on Thursday. Ogled? Do you say ogled or ogled? I say ogled. If no, I say ogled. I say ogled. If a hot person is hot in the woods and nobody is there to Are ogle them. Are you not going to tell them what, what we did on Thursday? Uh, Spencer got his tickets to a burlesque show. It was kind of like a nerdlesque theme. They yeah, dressed it's as nerdy burlesque. Uh, my favorite was the guy, actually Dante, Dante something, Dante Forever, Dante. You can check out Off World Bar, and you can find him. Uh, he's a very short man, but like uh, had much sexual energy, kind of like Prince, who was also short. Yeah, that's true. He danced as like one of the clickers from from Last of Us. What was his second dance? It was a video game. He was like a cowboy or something. He was a cowboy? Yeah, I hmm. think. But it was entertaining. Did you like the show? 
It was okay. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. It's just like, this is kind of controversial of me to say, but it's a lot of having to clap for someone else, like, constantly, and it kind of got me tired. You're constantly having to be like, woo, yeah, go you, and it's like, why can't people clap for me then? (laughs) Exit did have the feeling of, like, let's support these performers, they're doing their best. Yeah. (laughs) Like, but constantly you have to do it. And we were in the very front row. Yeah. I was trying to smile. And I wanted to get picked, and I didn't. Oh, didn't you have, you had a, f- a, f- a triple. They gave you like a little furball to throw. Yeah. But so you they were gave a lot of people that. Still, you were involved. Okay. Do you want to talk about your life, your problems? No. Nothing? You mean my job stuff? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. Well, Spencer, I'm sad to say <laughs> I think you failed. Just based on, on effort alone, if you had actually tried and came to the answer you did, but you admitted that you just made it up on the spot. So I have to fail you on this episode all about sound. Boo. Goodbye, everybody. Boo.